0: Welcome to episode number four of the frame of flower podcast. I'm joined by my buddy, Hugh, Hugh Fogarty. Um, And before we jump into the conversation, I just want to say you guys can find us on Spotify, Apple podcast, overcast, any of the casts, wherever you find, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find us there. Um, And definitely you can go check out our let's talk cannabis LMC YouTube as well. And today Like I said, we got our good buddy, Hugh Fogarty here, good partner of mine. Um, and thanks for being on Hugh.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, dude. Um, so we'll just jump right into it. So me and you, we've kind of had our cannabis experience kind of merged together. Um, we both have, you know, we started out as videographers and now we do a number of different things in the industry. I just want the audience to know, too, this is one of my main business partners. Um, We're both young bucks and we're coming up. Um, But uh, what I want to ask you, though, first of all, is leveraging media. What do you think about leveraging media for the individual and for a business? Yeah,
1: like like leveraging as in like what you can gain out of it, kind of. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, yeah. 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 Before yeah. Before I answer that, I guess like just definitely like you said, we've been doing this for all. Shout out to Luke. You kind of helped me Thanks, get man. started too. We've been like doing a lot so far. I think I don't think I'd be here so far without you. But anyway, yeah. I think Vice media. Versus. Yeah, I think media is is super important for any any individual or company. It it is your brand essentially, like it's not entirely your brand, but it's one of the main ways you're going to convey your brand to your customers. And even if you're an individual person, if you're trying to be a musician or whatever you're trying to sell, technically, you need to build a brand for yourself and And bring
0: more audience to it. Right. To bring more people to bring, you know, the more like, for example, there's a lot of artists now, whether you're a comedian, a musician, um, you know, entrepreneur, whatever it may be. People are now starting to go to podcasting, other platforms to start to draw in an audience that then they can transfer over to what and sell and monetize, right? So they're building yeah. a, a group, but you're dead right.
1: Uh, I'm trying to think of like a good example of this, like a famous act. Okay, yeah, let's say Kevin Hart, like Kevin Hart- Kevin Hart is, or Joe Rogan. a lot of movies. Yeah, Joe Rogan, yeah. they're They're both famous. Kevin Hart's in a lot of movies. You see him in movies. But he also is a brand within himself. It's not just the movies or it's not just the movie. You don't just think of him as his character. You think of him as Kevin Hart and his brand encompasses basically his personality, but it's not necessarily his real personality. Like it, it's probably influenced by his real personality, but he's like created an image, I guess. And one of the main ways that he conveys that is through media, and like anyone who does that is through media. Like the, we talk a lot about the the thing where they sit in ice buckets. That he does balls, like stuff I like believe, that. Right? Yeah, he does yep. stuff like that. He does all kinds of um. So he so workout stuff. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so so he he builds his own personal brand, but he also builds brands through creating shows and different IPs. So, yeah. cold as balls, for example. You know their main sponsor has been Old Spice, and now you see that they're doing. Um, most recently, they're doing commercials that, like you know, like the the black dude who's like the main Old Spice guy. Yeah, yeah. They now there's a, there's a new um, uh, advertisement with Kevin Hart on that show with that dude. Yeah. Right. So
1: that's just so many. Yeah, a hundred like connections.
0: And so building. personal brand leveraging media building your own brand and and then going to joe rogan joe rogan his podcast by now i mean obviously is his most successful thing by far that he's ever done obviously he started out on fear factor and then you know was a comedian and, and you know then he went to the ufc but how does he sell out his uh his tours right how does he sell out his tours when he's a comedian right like when he goes on tour it's because the people, I guarantee you, even though he's a great comedian, I'm not saying he's not, but I guarantee you there are better comedians out there that don't even get close to the numbers he gets because he has so many fans from his podcast, right? Yep, yeah. So he draws in the masses with his podcast and that enables him to, you know, be able to sell out arenas, sell out, and then same with Kevin Hart. Um, yep. Yeah. Another thing too is at this point, Joe Rogan probably makes money off
1: of his podcast. He makes but, so much, dude. Yeah, yeah, he makes so much. 190, off his podcast,
0: but, 190 million downloads a week.
1: Oh uh, Yeah, he makes probably so much off of that. But at first, he probably made more off of the promotion, off of the gained audience that's coming to his shows than he did off of the actual podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I guess my point is, like, for people who don't know like like why they would do like a side media thing. Like two very different examples, a shoe business or a rapper. Like, why would you do a side, why would you make a podcast if you're not going to make money off the podcast like Joe Rogan? Because like Joe Rogan makes so much because he's the number one podcast like up there every time on the top charts. If you think, even if you think that's like too big of a goal or whatever, it will still help your shoe business or your rap like
0: it'll help your ancillary business yeah it'll exactly. help the stuff that you're connected to because it brings yeah. more eyeballs to it it brings more exposure it brings more fan base and, and so forth no 100 percent, dude yeah it's kind we, of
1: a long way to say that but I yeah, guess that's no, 100%. Point, yeah no 100 percent. no
0: that was that was a fine way to say it um yeah no 100 percent. so in terms of like with this podcast right the frame of flower podcast i like to show different frames of the flower right yeah yeah cannabis, right um i guess just really quick I, I just i usually ask this question at the end but i'm interested to ask it right now is is what's your relationship with cannabis on a personal level on a business level yeah what do you see the future of it for yourself i'm just
1: yeah okay so i would say that's a that's a i have a lot of i have a long answer for that honestly Mm -hmm, yeah i would say my i have a i have a strong relationship like i have a can't me like i definitely okay i I, i'm studying like this because i can cut this part out and then anyway you're good um, dude. basically i want to start talking and then say it all good but so cannabis is very important to me in a lot of different ways, but I don't see it as just like a way to make money or a way to get high, even though that's what it really is. That's the two Those things. The two main things right now for. that are
0: going for you, right, on a yeah. personal level and a business level.
1: On a personal level and a bit and a business level, my basically my entire life. My my beginning relationship with cannabis was. I want to make money. Like when I first started trying to get involved with weed in like seventh or eighth grade, I was like, I'm going to be in the NBA. I'm never going to smoke weed, but I want to sell edibles because and sell weed because I want to make money. So I like bought weed from my friend, tried to make edibles in like the most backwards way that would never work. And I got caught and like all this stuff, All this but shit. Everyone yeah, that. all the yeah. normal stuff. But like, <laughs> anyway, I had tried smoking like a bit at that time but i had always like wanted to make money off it and then i hadn't i never was it was it did to, you want
0: to make money off of it to smoke to smoke for free to get high for yeah. free or was it or was it because you purely wanted money i'm curious about so
1: that. so that's what it was at first was just purely wanting money and then i realized well so what happened was i went to sweden for five months by myself and basically. Didn't go to school or like I had a school, but I just didn't really have to go or anything. And like, I ba- I like kind of schemed it because the Ro- Roosevelt thought that I got a real, uh, like transcript.
0: Education. No, I'm yeah, but I,
1: <laughs> I, I, I only got a certificate of attendance. Is what they called yeah. it. So but, you're just
0: fucking around. Yeah, moving. but then
1: they they accepted my plan, my my schedule as my transcript. But anyway. So, I just didn't go to school. I smoked hella weed there without my parents. And uh, it was really, and that whole time, I, right before I had gone to Sweden, that's when I really started smoking like the month before I went to Sweden because I quit basketball because I was going to Sweden and I had nothing to do. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to smoke this. So I was like, I'm going to smoke a bunch. And I started going to like all the like fake dispensaries and like learning about medical Like around the time like you were involved in medical. Um, and then I went to Sweden and I started reading up on all. I had a bunch of time to myself, just smoking. I started reading up on all the laws, and I was like, okay, when I get back, I'm gonna like get my medical card, open a dispensary, like do all this shit. And then they changed the laws, like right when I got back, basically in like 2016, or they had kind of they were basically changing them. They when were right
0: getting out of it. Yeah, so and they
1: were changing them when I left. Anyway, but
0: 100. Wait, so real quick um, though, before we go by yeah, this, I want to hear yeah. your experience in Sweden, right? I want to hear yeah. your weed experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually, so this is actually a good, a good podcast topic because I, it's so different like it's literally like a drug like like when you're buying weed you're buying from like drug dealers like you're buying crack right yeah it's like they like sell you little (laughs) bags like and they're like all weighed out and you don't know you don't buy from anyone you know and like they have phones and then they have like different guys meet you with like the same phone and they like it's like like real real trap shit yeah it's it's, like and they're real gangs too like each gang would have like a phone or two and like you would make like sometimes i would think i was meeting one guy and like a different guy would meet me at the train station You're like what and, the like, fuck dude yeah this is and not- i'd be like kind of like scared and then they'd be like oh blah blah, blah like come with me and like, so
0: and, and so they thought they would bring you to a place yeah, to go buy it or
1: yeah they bring me to go buy it, or or just like they just walk with me and like sell it to me on the street but i would say like like definitely the weirdest things was that like the most like sussed out i was was like how illegal situation. how illegal
0: is it there? How? Oh
1: yeah, it's one it's super. super it's illegal, it's the right? same as heroin. I, I got I got arrested. Take, I got arrested and got interrogated. And okay, this is going to be I, you wanna, arrested? I don't want to. Yeah, okay. I don't want to take up too much time with this, no, but it's a really good story actually. So, we used to smoke in my friend's apartment which was like the size of a dorm kind of and we were smoking all there one night. Smoking, smoking, blah, 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 like we did normally. And hash, then right? In, or- yeah, yeah. No, no. We were just smoking bong and shit. Flower. Uh, yeah, flower. We had, we were smoking flower, hash. Um, oh, yeah. Hash and flower. We can, we should talk about hash. I thought you said packs.
0: No, I um, meant hash because hash is yeah. really big out there, right?
1: No, yeah. Hash was actually cheaper than weed there. Yeah. I it was that
0: you couldn't get. Moroccan weed hash. At,
1: you couldn't get deals on weed. It was basically five grams or two and a half grams was the mm-hmm. amount you could buy half wow. bag or whole bag. And a whole bag was 600 crowns, and a half bag was 300 crowns. But sometimes a whole bag would be 500 crowns. How much which, is 300
0: crowns? Yeah. So 300 crowns
1: is like almost $40. Okay.
0: So for two and $40, for 2. Yeah, $40
1: for almost 2.5. Yeah. 40, basically $38 for a 2.5. Okay. And then that's not, like, that's not that bad it's not like the worst not but washington like,
0: prices shout no, out washington that's like
1: pretty it's it was also so the town that i stayed that i lived in is it was gothenburg best city in sweden by the way and i'll shout tell you gothenburg. why it's the best sweden yeah shout out gothenburg Juteborg. best city because it's across the bay from copenhagen and in copenhagen there's christiania which if you don't know oh that yeah is, you tell look us about up. this
0: I, I love yes tell
1: yeah it's basically a hippie hippie commune that was bought out it was bought from the city of copenhagen in i i think it was the 60s or 70s that's like I a think, nice hippie yeah. commune yeah i think it was the 60s then in like the 80s it became like heroin slums like hardcore like like hell's angels skinheads like running everything And then now they've kind of turned it into like a little like mini Amsterdam. So you can like smoke weed, but...
0: Yeah, so let's be clear about... So Christian... Christian... Christiania. Christiania. Okay, so Christiania, right, is a few blocks. It's technically... It's an anarchist heaven, right? An anarchist. And they sell weed in like an open market, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, and the funniest part about that is so it's technically like that, but like there's continuous raids. Like my brother was there um, and he went there and he was checking it out and he was with my mom. They're there for a wedding. And um, he went out there and my mom was like, don't go check that out. Don't go check that. And you know, my brother, he went and checked it out. Yeah. And um, he, he was like there and then he's walking and like, a, there's like, it's like one block, right? It's like one street. Right. And he's like a street away. And then he just sees like 20 cop cars come down and they just, arrest tons of people they run through the shit and my brother's like holy shit dude this is so it's like this weird if you guys if anybody's ever watched the wire it's that it's kind of similar a little bit to in season three this may not make sense to anybody but if you watch the wire there's there's this there's this part in season in season three where the police in baltimore they make like a four block radius where everything goes nothing so they just contain all of the chaos into four blocks and like you know, you, like everything is legal. You can sell <laughs> drugs there. The I need to dude, watch the wire. I Dude, if you guys want to know how to sell I've drugs, no, I'm just kidding. Episodes. Watch the wire, but no, yeah, no, but the wire, the wire's is dope, dude. The wire is one of my favorite shows ever. Yeah, it's a little bit, it. it's a little bit tough sometimes. Season two sucks, but uh, <laughs> so, but, so did you buy weed from there? Did you? You yeah, no. So you're... what
1: I was gonna, so basically I was gonna go there. I had a whole trip planned to go there. And to be clear, I it's Christian arrested. Christianity. Yeah. Christiania, like Christiania, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's ironic, dude. They do that, but
1: also, like you said, I there was one drug dealer that I kind of became friends with because he knew one of my other friends from like childhood, and he told me he was in Christiania. He was like, "I can't really do a Swedish accent," but he was like, "I was like smoking spice and and," well, (laughs) anyway, he was telling me he was smoking spice in (laughs) Christiania, and then cops raided them, like you said, and he asked he said there were like skinhead guards like outside of it and he asked one of them like what was going on. He was like, I thought this doesn't happen and the guy was like
0: Quick little time out right there. Just had to go take a piss break. Um thanks for joining us though. Um okay, so we were right in the middle of Christiania, right? Yeah. So and you had just sorry, wait,
1: you had just mentioned how the police were there when your brother was visiting. Yeah, they pulled up and- I'm yeah, it's super interesting cuz that's that's totally like that's what happens. Like this they like that's where they source their weed from basically in Gothenburg, all of it because that or Israel or Morocco because for hash, but or Amsterdam, but the boat comes in to Gothenburg because it's on a port and Copenhagen is on the other port and that's the least searched route to get in. Um but Basically this drug dealer, so the the one drug dealer that I actually like kicked it with a few times there, he was uh he was a major freak. But he like he told me you should get like a hand job massage every week. He was like, Every man, every man Amsterdam, should do this. Baby. Like every right? man. Yeah. He was just all saying, like, it's
0: all legal there in Sweden, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I will it's not, but there's a bunch of, like, shops that are, like, obvious. Like, there's,
0: like, special economic zones, Yeah, right, they're, for- <laughs> they're
1: super, like, sexually liberated there in, like, a weird way. Like, prostitution isn't legal, but they definitely have some obvious, like, handjob massage places. I heard, I heard places. this, though.
0: I heard this, though. So my brother was telling me, he said, like, it's kind of similar to Seattle and Sweden where, like, if you're trying to go hit on some girls and go mac on some girls, like, there, you know in Seattle we have the Seattle freeze where, like, people – it's the same people idea of, like, where in California, everyone is your friend, but not really. Yeah, Like, you yeah. think you have a bunch of friends, but not really. But in Seattle, people, you might feel like you have no friends, but once you do make friends, they're pretty loyal. Yeah. It's kind of like... I'd say... Yeah.
1: Well, like that, I'd say, yeah, people are pretty... Like, people are pretty known for being cold there and, like, not talkative. But I'd say that only goes for people that they don't know. Like they don't say hi at all. Like if they're walking down the street, they don't smile at each other. They don't say hi to anyone. It's not like the On Midwest in America. Yeah. No.
0: Like. Yeah. No,
1: not at all. But I'd no. No small talk. Yeah. No, like small talk, really. But like, they're really like, when you, when you know someone and like hang out with them, they can be really like nice and like open and fun. But. Uh. Uh i was just gonna say a lot of the like i i made a like a small group of friends there that i was like really good friends with and like a lot of people there i just didn't feel as that interested in connecting with just because they have like i don't know they kind of had like they they all thought weed was as bad as like heroin which kind of made (laughs) it like hard to like hang out with them
0: and yes it's not kids it's
1: not yeah Trust yeah me. no which which like <laughs> honestly i only hung out with the people that didn't think weed was as bad as heroin and i don't think it's just because of smoking weed i just don't think i could like relate to anyone who thought that like i literally got in arguments with people my age about cigarettes being worse or better for you than weed and i was just like i can't like smoke yeah like i was just like i literally cannot <laughs> i just food. can't do this right now <laughs> yeah i can't but but also i think i kind of had a more twisted experience because people love America. They love America. They love you know, America. There? there, that was before Trump. They probably don't uh, as much now. Uh, but yeah. they love. They probably still do. But they think we're dumb.
0: Like, <laughs> I they, think everyone they, thinks we're dumb and fat. Yeah, and we like that. Yeah, definitely. They, they would true, like but... definitely
1: make jokes about that. But they knew about. They knew Seattle. Like everyone who paid attention to the news was like, oh, like yeah, like I would live in Seattle, like if I was going oh, go really? to America. Yeah, like That's West dope. Coast, like Seattle, like San Francisco. They said like. Oh. Like that's what Like the the, like Informed More informed people Who like knew what it was Would be like Yeah like Oh you're from Seattle Like that's not We heard that's not as bad As like The rest of it Yeah But anyway We sidetracked In No but Yeah yeah. That drug dealer told me He He was There And it was raided by cops And he asked one of the skinhead guards They had like skinheads Like posted outside
0: Like neo-nazi skinheads Yeah
1: No like hell's angels Skinheads Like that yeah, like better. run the like yeah uh, yeah <laughs> that probably neo-nazis too maybe but that just like they no. just run the like weed and every everything like everything in europe and shit like that and uh or like in that area like there's a lot of hell's angels and shit but um they had the day before cops had come in like with and they weren't powerful enough and everyone in there had thrown rocks at them and kicked the cops out so that that day the cops were just driving through in like a just as like a show of force just to like show like so they were riding there basically yeah which like keep going keep going well i was just gonna say basically yeah all it was was the cops tried to come into christiania with only three or four cars or whatever and everyone there pelted them with rocks until they left Ah, and then the next day yeah and then the next day they just drove through and like with like twenty cop cars, just like, they're like flexing, yeah, not like the name, not the name of the fuck. yeah, and like didn't do anything. That's but just crazy, like dude.
0: That's crazy. So that's a good, good segue right now. To yeah, what do you think is going on right now, man? Fucking the streets are going wild, man. I literally, yeah. my brother, I picked up my brother uh, a few days ago in Seattle, dude. My brother sent me videos, bro, of people like throwing like lit, like they would light a. A shirt on fire and then throw them into cop cars, dude. We saw, I saw like ten cop cars on fire, bro. Like this is yeah. three days ago.
1: Honestly, okay. Before I say anything, I think I should say that I don't support looting necessarily. Yeah. I don't I think it's good to. I think like, it hurts I think the cause, dude. Right? It yeah, I think cause. nonviolent, nonviolent protesting is the way to go. But I think you you shouldn't blame the people looting when they've been put in the, like, maybe, maybe the people, maybe not all the people looting, but when the masses are pushed to this point,
0: I think. Yeah, exactly. What has worked though? You're right. What has worked? I guess peaceful protest has not worked, right? That's that's what a lot of people have said. And I think you're right. Like we've been peacefully, peacefully protesting and, and there continues to be Racist cops killing black people, and it's like we did up.
1: walkouts in in high school. There were like walkouts, like Garfield and like you guys. Yep, did I remember, remember doing. We used walkouts to walkouts, yep. and Roosevelt did yep. walkouts too. We me, like met up and yeah, that would did nothing really. Which like, I uh like I don't want to say like you should riot or anything, but I don't want to say like
0: go out and support them. If you, you don't riot, need to be yeah. shout out, shout out to all the people. Shout out to. I saw quite a few like and especially there was a lot of black people with other with white people Asian, you know whoever but there were groups of people that would go and like protect stores from being looted because and and I saw yeah. multiple clips of people that's being like this is not what we're trying to say this is not what we're trying to do this actually hurts us so yeah and that's the old tactic that the government used to employ right so they used to be like uh like for example, for the WTO in Seattle, there was a huge riots. It's it's right. You know, I think I was in a stroller. I don't know. You were, you might've just been born. Um, what year was it? Do you know? 99, 2000. I don't remember. Yeah, I was born in 98. Yeah. Like, like maybe even right. I I think it was like, I was in a stroller, but, um, and my dad was telling me the other day, he's like, yeah, you were in a stroller and motherfuckers were going wild. But, um, but, but they proved it though, that the government sent in, um, special forces to act as anarchists, right? Anarchists where they weren't really anarchists. They were people that were it was kind of a false flag where they would send them in to go riot and pose as anarchists, dress up in all black, dress up, you know, to cover their faces or whatever. And then break shit. And then what that did though is it gave the cops the ability to be like, oh well they're breaking shit, so we're gonna crack down. Right? Yeah. You heard of that dude? So it's yeah, like Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. It it like I don't think that's happening here. By the way, I it,
1: not necessarily. I mean, I think, I think it depends on the the like individual police forces across the country. Kind of like you
0: see Agreed. some places Agreed where point.
1: police are like kneeling with
0: protesters i've been seeing some dope videos dude of people like there's that one guy somewhere in cali who like was like we love you guys like we're gonna walk with you guys like and it was like super dope it was this like white police chief who was like talking to all these different people and it was like we love you guys like we're not with that shit like we're good to police department and we're and we support you guys and we're gonna walk with you and that was like very powerful unfortunately it was overpowered by the countless uh videos of, of of fucking dumbass cops you know literally doing just fuck shit where they would you know there's 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 thousands of videos out there at this point and it's only been like four days where the, you'll see like a cop like shoot somebody with a fucking pellet gun or with a a, a rubber, rubber bullet, bullet gun, bullet. yeah you know like just stupid shit and it was just like dude you guys really are not like like you're right like i think like it's it's real it's a really complicated issue because you see people you see some police departments handling it amazingly like, like yeah. amazingly and then you see some police departments handling it just like terrib- yeah, terrible yeah just
1: terribly and yeah. then and usually you don't really see riots in the places where the police forces are kneeling with the protesters and giving speeches and communicating with them like
0: which i mean you
1: at all, you're right and like i said i'm not supporting rioting but, I'm okay
0: with writing, but like looting and like when it starts to when it starts to convolute the 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 whole conversation, like the real substance yeah. substance and because, conversation is terrible because
1: it makes everyone it gives everyone who disagrees a point it gives it like if if there was no looting no violent pro like no violence there would be nothing they have to stand on like the people on the cop side which is kind of what leads you to believe that. They might be inciting the riots, like you said. don't know, but um, I
0: but they've done it in and the past. even years if it's
1: not, even if it's not cops, it could be like white people that are not necessarily supportive of the cause. Actually, yeah, it it, it all varies. There is there's, there's a lot of like,
0: there's a lot of conspiracies out there, and we could yeah we go on forever about that. Yeah, no, I don't I, know, I don't I know, and I
1: also don't know myself. I have I haven't been at every single protest across the whole country every day to see with my own eyes like but i just think you you need to think about everyone's perspective with an issue like this and kind of see why think about why everyone is doing what they're doing rather than like what they're just what they're doing which goes for the police and the protesters
0: absolutely dude that's a wise thing to say dude i agree dude i think having compassion understanding um you know compassion is really understanding the other person's side and understanding where they're coming from and you know that's a that's an educated thing to say and i think that's a very educated way to go about uh understanding an issue especially a complicated issue like this um okay so shout out to all the protesters everyone be safe um let's transition though over what do you think about this new cookies collab what do you think about burner i know that's one of our that's this is one of the favorite podcast uh topics i I swear to god we talk about it every day
1: every time yeah i've been listening to burner for so long like Ever since I first, like, ever since I first started learning about the medical market in Washington, I was, like, listening to Bernie, like, oh, like, that's how you send packs. Like, oh, like, that's how you, like, do this. Like, oh, like, that's how you, like, basically everything you
0: need to know is in his music. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. And, like, you know, he's just, like, he's a brilliant marketer, dude. He's, like, really, he's a brilliant marketer, and he he knows he knows how to sell kush dude like as as funny yeah. as that sounds but he knows how to sell kush in the new era he can sell yeah. kush now legally right um and he knows how to brand uh kush so what me and andrew were talking about last podcast right uh yeah in episode number three go check that out spotify youtube apple yeah. Podcasts, all that um <laughs> a little plug in there is once a company starts to once, once people start to fake your product and start to uh, you know, start to put out fake cookies products, then you made it right. Yeah. So he's made it. So in my so what do you think about, what do you, how much of a, how much of an, so, okay. So we've talked about this before where we talk about the three prong technique where yeah burner sells Kush. He sells his strains through his music and then it also helps build up the clothing and it's a three prong technique. Right. And it all helps each other. It just goes yeah. round and round and round. Yeah. What, what, what's this enigma that he's like, he's somehow understood and, 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 and harnessed Yeah. And this, what's this power that he's harnessed? Like, and also let me ask you this question actually is what other, what other rappers has he put has he put on oh yeah well, well he's put on Wiz
1: Khalifa well I mean Wiz Khalifa put him on sort of what you mean put no, on I don't cookies, think so dude I think he put rapping. on Wiz Khalifa
0: dog no no no. So, gots- no and that's the thing is that he no no and that's a great point he traded so he put on Wiz yeah, Khalifa yeah, with the yeah. weed and then Wiz a, Khalifa yeah, put yeah, him on yeah. with the music right yeah, yeah
1: he got signed to Taylor gang for just selling weed just for them. weed like, like, he was like selling them weed. He's like, Oh, like, I rap too.
0: Like, that's basically what it was. He was, their, like, he was their weed dealer, and he goes, Yeah, yo, I can spit a few bars here and there. And they go, Okay, yeah, shit. Goes, you guys I'll want more, let, let me more see what you got. Weed? Yeah, exactly,
1: <laughs> All the time. Dude. You guys want the most fire weed all the time.
0: Sign <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, and who honestly, else has he put yeah. on, though, dude?
1: You yeah, know. okay. So, basically, every artist he's worked with, and like, you know what else is interesting? There are definitely people in there that he's, like, selling... Like, sending packs to,
0: like, low-key. Like, like, I don't know okay. if he does anymore, but he probably used to.
1: Like, okay. A big one I think that's pretty obvious is, like, Young Dolph. Like, not himself personally, but, like, their associates. Like, Gelato. Young Dolph made a Gelato album before uh, Burner and him made a collab album. So, uh, young Dolph made an album called gelato which was one of burners like older strains from like that time and then like a year later he, they made a collab album together burner and uh young Dolph and gelato was like yeah shout out young Dolph and yeah that's like a that's a pretty good example I feel like uh and then also
0: you think he's still selling packs to them though
1: no no i don't think he that would be de- like i don't think he's still selling packs at all like he has dispensers everywhere but yeah he's, he, pro- okay, yeah, he probably hasn't now. been for a while also but he still knows all the growers though and like you know like he still knows he still knows
0: yeah i mean so burner in a lot of ways right so why do you think his clothing is so popping?
1: Yep. Okay. That's a good question because it's, it's, it's like decent. I have, I have it's a cool, like okay, it's got I some love. drip, but like, no, I have a cookie sweatshirt that I love. It's one of my favorite sweatshirts, but he also, because it's, also got some on, right? it's, it's got the cookies on it, right? It's because it's got the brand on it. It is. It's also, it's also a, a good, it's a good, he has a good, good manufacturer. Good quality. I, I, I yeah. looked in the tag and looked at their website because I was curious, but it's, it has a good, it's a, it is good quality, but it's because of the weed. And the rapping,
0: and the rapping,
1: and, yep. and the rapping, and the, the and, hip
0: hop celebrity.
1: Yeah, the hip hop celebrity is the main thing, and the weed. It's honestly just it. They all feed off of each other because, as a rapper, you need stuff to rap about. As a weed, you need stuff to promote you. As a clothing line, you need a story and like a message to convey. Otherwise, you're just like
0: or you're Target just another exactly you're another clothing yeah. brand 100 yeah
1: you're just like nothing so like they all kind of tie into each other and i don't know just boost each other in like a magical way that like they, it's, it's culture kind of it's just yeah
0: it's pop they have, culture they have cultural they have cultural equity
1: yeah, cultural equity is a good, which is hard to put that. It's hard to define what like culture really is and like yeah. put that into words. It but is hard. Those are all mediums of culture, like clothing changes. Our views on drugs and recreational activity changes with culture. And our new culture, cannabis is part of it and it's becoming a bigger part of it and our new our how our clothes are changing and how our music is changing and i think weed is sort of it's sort of part of any culture that it crops up in which is it's it's really weird to think about for us because weed isn't really that much part of our history because it's been illegal for all of our lives but in the past, when they've consumed, obviously it was different because it, it wasn't as potent and blah, blah, blah. But alcohol, weed, tobacco are part of culture and how you sit around with your family and like family and friends and how you like share experiences and the way you do that. Each culture has their own drugs of choice. And cannabis is one of those
0: main drugs. Yeah, and Whether, cannabis wh- is regardless of, of cultures.
1: Yeah, regardless of culture, it's one of those main drugs. And I think the way our culture is shifting, it's becoming even more of a main drug, like as far as even just like new ways to consume it. And just as it becomes more mainstream, it's becoming a bigger part of culture. And so any, anything else that plays into that, such as music and clothing, those are two of the like hugest ones, I think like the music and clothing are two of the biggest parts of any culture. I'd say music, clothing, food, beliefs, maybe is how you could think of it. So if you're selling clothing and food, I mean, if you're selling clothing and uh, music and you're also riding the wave of weed becoming legal, that's just like a, a great recipe for success. Yeah,
0: honestly, I 100% agree. I think also too is one thing with like consumerism, right? Is consumerism is very interesting because what we consume, what we buy, what we choose to wear, what we choose to smoke, what we choose to drink—they're all micro uh, virtue signaling, right? In a way, so they're all like they're they're one of the main uh, thematic. understandings of consumerism is what we buy what we choose to wear what we choose to show people that we consume is what makes our uh, what makes our ability what 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 makes us up as humans so what do we choose to show to everyone so I choose to sh- I choose to wear a cookies uh, sweatshirt because I want to show to people that I'm part of this culture the specific culture right um, yeah. and so that's the whole idea of consumerism is is showcasing to other people, what we consume. So whatever you consume is what makes you. And adding on to that really quick, the reason why you're
1: making that choice is because Burner is telling you to. Yeah, because At Burner represents a
0: certain culture, represents a certain types of, type of person that you want to resemble, that you want to, you know, showcase to people. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, that's okay. a good way to think about it. Yeah, no, that's a yeah, that's a, that's a, it's one of the main themes of consumerism is what we buy, what we wear, what we choose to show people is what we want to embody us as people, as our personality, right? Um, yeah. Okay, so let's let's go on to the next topic. Um, <laughs> so you and me, me and Hugh, we are uh, we are trying to embark on a journey uh, and produce a show. Our show name is X Marks the Pot um so this summer we're planning out a few different trips so are you excited about this what are you yep. what are you thinking i'm
1: super excited i'm just let's give me I the think, give me
0: the basis of the show give me a, a yeah, an understanding okay. of what we're trying to do what, what are we trying to showcase in the show who are we trying to kind of resemble what, what elements are we trying to bring together
1: yes okay so this is going to be basically a i don't i'm not even going to bring up cannabis yet because that goes without saying yeah. it is a. It's going culture, to be cannabis based no matter what it's going to be cannabis based it is a culture travel show kind of like anthony bourdain's show parts unknown but yep. yeah parts unknown um but it's going to be based around our journey filming and producing content for farms and cannabis businesses so as we tour we're going to set up a tour And as we tour this route through Washington, we're going to also, yeah, yeah, four routes. We're also going to participate in cultural activities, like anything we can find in the air. We're basically just going to connect with the people we meet, go to restaurants, do activities, go for hikes, jump off cliffs, go like paintballing, writing Go karts,
0: all that shit. MTVs, anything MTV's, fun. ATVs, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. MTVs. <laughs> I, I atv's must be high. I just saw. No, no, that was me, dude. Even, that was me. And I, I, even high. It, I didn't even say anything. Um, um, anyway,
1: ATVs, all that. And we're going to create a conversation and a culture. We're going to showcase culture, cannabis. right? Yes, we're, we're going to showcase culture.
0: So first first stop on the tour is we're going to be doing, if, you got, if, if any listener is, if they live in Washington, then this will make sense to them. If they don't, if you don't, then this will not make that much sense to you. But uh, we're going to have it up on our website here pretty soon to showcase why we're doing the tour. This is the first season we're going to do Washington State. Obviously, that's because we're, that's where we're from. Um, but the first tour is going to be from Bellingham to Spokane, and we're going to be taking Highway 2. And Highway Two is up the north side, and we're going to stop in Tenaskit, where our where the company that me and Hugh work for, Sun Kiss Cannabis. Shout out Sun Kiss Cannabis. Um, yeah. Shout out everyone there, by the way. Um, we're going to be stopping there, and we're we're going to be stopping all the way along the whole route and showcasing a bunch of different cool things. It's gonna, like I said, like like Hugh said, it's going to be a travel show. It's going to be uh, an Anthony Bourdain esque, um, mixed with a few different other elements. Um, And we're going to be showing these dope different elements and and showcase these different cultures. Like, for example, uh, if you if you are aware of Okanagan County, Okanagan County is a county in Washington state that resembles in a lot of ways to a similar culture of Humboldt County. Humboldt County, obviously, the terrain is very different from uh, Okanagan County. Okanagan County is much more deserty, but um, not deserty, but it's 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 fertile and desert makes kind of it's a little it's definitely different from humble north northern california but uh there's a really rich culture out there with a lot of amazing growers a lot of amazing outdoor indoor all this we're going to be we're going to be interviewing people we got one interview set up with an ex uh uh Colum- he he used to smuggle marijuana into the us uh he worked with the colombians just crazy shit from the 70s we're gonna be interviewing somebody like that. Um, we're gonna be interviewing a ton of different people, but yeah, we're gonna be showcasing these different these different subcultures and overall cultures. Um, but no, I'm really excited for this dude, and uh, I'm I'm hy- I'm hyped to showcase this. We're gonna show this on the channel too uh on the youtube channel uh either it's going to be x so the name of the show by the way is x marks the pot if i didn't already say that i think i did yep. um x marks the pot shout out hugh for the name by the way That yep. was all x you. x marks baby. the pot hell yeah, yeah baby i really proud pot. of that name everyone it's not by x way. marks the spot it's x marks x the marks
1: the pot. pot because it's about the
0: journey to about the, the journey pot. journey to the pot baby we're gonna yep. showcase the journey to the pot and the culture surrounding that exactly um, no 100% dude um hell yeah dude so yeah so keep your eyes eyes open for that we're gonna be probably promoing it a lot um but that's another that's another way that we're leveraging media ourselves right you know we, we we like to practice what we preach um yeah so let's let's diverge now um to in terms of Where, where I guess it's a little bit still on the line of X marks the pot. Where, what are the next? What are the next states that you want to go to to see after Washington yeah. State? Well, after we crush the first season in Washington State, yeah, where do you want to go yeah. next? And what other state we, or country?
1: After we get bought out by Netflix for our second Netflix season, I'll probably want to use all that millions of dollars. Probably, I will. Hundreds I'll, of okay. thousands, maybe. Yeah, all yeah. the hundreds. Uh, of thousands who knows? For, no, no. Honestly, I think we need to do Oregon and Cali regardless. Yeah. I'm obviously joking I about that. Uh, uh, um, I think we need to do Oregon and Cali. And then, if no, depending on our success, I, I was just kidding, everyone, by the way. I don't think that's going to happen. But depending on our success, I think we should try to get out of the country. Um, however, ha, yeah, wherever we can, because that's going to be I the will, best i Jamaica
0: that we can go see, I swear. Yeah,
1: exactly. Anyone, all we need is a one or two people and then they can get they'll have, have a homies. few connections i have homies
0: in in jamaica that work in the industry i'm not yeah but they'll in.
1: have a few connections they'll have a few connections and then we have a we have restaurants around there oh. we have stuff to do it, that's going to be more interesting than even though obviously in the u.s it's all the brands and the differences between all the brands and all that stuff that's going to be really interesting but for the broad for the broader viewer I think out of the country would be how you attract people like do you want to see how they make Moroccan hash like and we're gonna ride camels and go to a market and like all that stuff but like that's that's a, a lot farther down the road but I think yeah Oregon and Cali Canada um Canada would could be the easiest first one but that would still kind of be the same the same way we were aware we'd be comparing brands and farms and different facilities and stuff, which is still interesting and all the cool stuff to do, but there's less, like it's less exotic, I guess.
0: Yeah. And we'll, we'll see, dude, we'll, we'll work it out. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what's good. Um, okay. So let's do, I want to ask you what are some of your favorite cannabis brands you've been smoking on? And then we'll probably yep. wrap it up. Maybe get one more question yep. and then.
1: Okay. So I don't like to buy, really expensive cannabis because I just can't do it. Like I have spent too much time being like, give me one more nug. Like, come on. Like like and like just like I've spent too much time trying to get like good deals to spend like ninety dollars on a quarter or something. Even though like you were selling yeah.
0: dope back in the day, and now you're now you're not settled with this regular legal cannabis, huh?
1: I'm I'm huh? I'm used to huh? buying dope from people back in <laughs> yeah. the day. I'm used to buy. I'm used to being able to be like, ah, oh, come on, bro, like just come on, dude. Just, the...
0: just a few more handfuls. No, yeah, I'm just <laughs> a few more
1: handfuls. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so uh, my favorite brands are the ones that are give you good weed for the price and so what natural, mystic, natural mystic natural mystic dude parks. they've been
0: killing it dude
1: they've yes. been killing it shout Their out natural mystic so good. shout out na- they're in so quincy good. washington
0: and shout out them bro they're it's killing
1: greenhouse, it Greenhouse too it's greenhouse and they're, it,
0: they're they're growing well then and they really uh, like that huh
1: yeah yeah well i don't know it says it says greenhouse it might be light up but uh, it probably is something like that. But they ha- I buy their B buds, ounces of their B buds for like ninety dollars. 110, 110, 90. I know. I bought one. No, day the, yeah, the day, it's one ten. No, it's one ten. I, I know it.
0: the exact buds, dude. Yeah. Je- Jeff yeah. Jeff, at um yeah, at uh at Cascadia. Shout, shout Jeff. out Cascadia, Jeff. Shout, out Jeff. Shout, out Jeff. Jeff. shout out Jeff, dude. Jeff. Shout out the best. Jeff the Jeff man. Is the best. You are in Bellingham, yes. go to Cascadia. Go
1: to Cascadia, ask for Jeff, ask for give Jeff. him a big
0: tip. He's the homie. Jeff, yeah. Jeff, if you're hearing this dude, we love you. I'm serious. Yeah, we love you. Gotta you gotta come Jeff. on the show here too. By oh way. my god. I love god, Jeff. That'd be
1: such a good episode. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I love that. And if I'm gonna go a step up from that, Buddy Boy Farms.
0: Shout out Buddy Boys, by the way. I know because, I know the owners yeah. of Buddy Boys. They're some awesome growers. They're out in Omac, I believe. Or they're out. Yeah, I believe they're out in Omac They're they're in Okanagan County, like we were just talking about earlier um and great people i i, I we've love got to boys. try to
1: get them on the show somehow yeah I absolutely dude
0: yeah i love their weed and still. i love
1: their just everything like i just love the they don't try to oversell you on anything they don't their instagram's not too flashy but their weed is just like solid and the prices are like they it's 28 dollars for four grams which is like weird but i just like that i don't know why i just like that they do four grams like I just think that's dope that they have a four gram instead of eights. Yeah. yeah. I just think that's dope. Like that's just respect. That's the whole thing, baby. I used to, for the longest
0: time, bro, I thought like, since I was like, like when I was until like freshman year of high school, I thought an eighth was four grams always. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like when I got to freshman year and I was like, bro, why are you, why are you skinning me, dog? And he goes, what are you talking about? This is an eighth. And I'm like, no dude, four grams. And he goes, Okay, let's do the math here now, Luke. (laughs) Okay, eight times 3.5. What does that equal? That equals 28, idiot. And I go, (laughs) oh, sorry, dude. I was just always used to those four grams.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, that's why I have so much trouble with the dispensaries. (laughs) Like, I can't. Like, like, honestly, we should do three six in eights for some brand that we make someday. That would just be dope. But just a point Point one. Point one, dude. Just it wouldn't it just be dope. Just be like, by the way, will you get an extra point one, like in, point in case that makes sense. Just five? like yeah, or like four, or four. But then you'd have to actually charge more for the, like to make yeah. it like viable. But anyway, but you could just charge a couple more cents and just throw in a point one just for like the marketing of it. Mm. Like Yeah, yeah the, I, give I, you I like
0: that marketing tactic. Yeah. No, that could be but, what are your anyway. what are your what are your top shelf favorite brands though? yeah All your top okay. shelf favorite brands. I want a few. Throw out a few. Yeah, okay,
1: okay. If I'm Blue Roots. Shout out Blue Roots. I love Blue Roots. If I'm gonna spend a lot, if I'm gonna splurge, I'll buy Blue Roots. I'll buy Gold Leaf if I wanna buy like a Gold little bit fire, of some fire. Dude.
0: OG is
1: Yeah, it's so good. Like that's just like their strains. i you don't have to be like worried, like I've never bought like some because sometimes you can buy expensive weed and it's not good. Like that shouldn't be a thing, but it is. <laughs> I but what you
0: mean.
1: yeah, you you should know it's gonna be good. But anyway, Blue Roots is always good. Um, Gold Leaf. Let me think. What else? Uh, oh, Dog's House. Dog House.
0: Dog House. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't Dog know House. Either.
1: They have good weed for like if you're gonna spend like ninety on a quarter or something. Like Doghouse, Doghouse is worth it. Yeah. And they have good oil too. And they have, I think they put like, they just give, they just change the price on their, all their oils. Like one will be 25, one will be 27, one will be 28, one will be like 40. And I like they just give you the value of it. So like if you buy one of their expensive ones, it'll be good. If you buy one of their less expensive ones, it'll be pretty good. But like you just, you can just tell by looking at the price, you're not going to get ripped off by them in my
0: opinion. I should
1: also, I should say some oil, too, actually. Because um, oleum. I love oleum.
0: Shout out oleum, dude. I love oleum, too, man. Those guys are dope. I
1: I love them. I love, they have my favorite pre-roll of all time, the Sugar Cone. It's so good. Um, It's, yeah, anyway, buy that. But their oil is so good, and they have different, they have, like, $30, $30 to $40 grams of, like, honey sugar crystals and then they have like crazy live resins for like way more expensive and then they kind of have in between which i really like that just that just tells me that you know you're giving me what you are making like if i see a company that just has like 60 dollar grams of oil and they have nothing else like I just don't know. Like, yeah. no, especially it, if dude. I've never heard of it. Like, there's not I a lot of, wouldn't.
0: yeah. Cause you're not giving the customer other options and, and other experiences. Yeah, but and at the same and time, so there's was, less, there's less ability for you to judge whether or not that's good. Cause you just have the yeah. oil. If you have good and oil, then, good flour, good pre-rolls, then I got a lot more confidence in you. Right.
1: Exactly. And then if I am going to splurge, if I was going to buy a $60 gram, I would go to oleum more than I would, or like cold smoke or like,
0: Shout out Coltsmith. Something.
1: Yeah, shout out Coltsmith. And Sub-X. Yeah, I was going to say, that's it. Shout out sub Shout and out Nathan. I forgot to mention. If I'm going to buy Top Shelf, I would buy sub for sure. I love all their strands. Yeah, dude. And, yeah. And, oh, Zaz. Zaz. Shout out Zaz. Shout out Natalie.
0: Yeah. Love yeah. those people. Awesome yeah, people. Yeah, they have awesome fire. Player. Hell yeah, dude. Uh um, oh, my cat just came in here. Wait, uh, should we put Juju on the podcast really quick? Juju on the beat. Hey.
1: Hey, baby. Hey, Juju. What do you think about the state of the cannabis industry? <laughs> oh, he's tripping. He knows it's a drought.
0: He knows it's a drought. He knows it's yeah. a drought in the street. <laughs> yeah, he, that's why he didn't want to talk about it he's quiet <laughs> he's quiet shout out juju and yeah, uh shout, out, shout out you by the way dude yeah um, thank you bro. Shout out, yeah shout man out i'm you glad also. you hopped on we're gonna we're gonna have you back here obviously For sure. yeah um, anytime. you help out anytime. with the editing you help out with a lot yeah. of stuff and yeah let's and get it i love it. you to death bro um, yes you too bro love you and uh yeah. um, going up yes sir we're going up anyways um this is episode number four um we're getting a little bit over the time limit so Thank you so much, though, Hugh. This is Hugh yes, Fogarty. Thank you so much. Episode number four. Uh, this is the Frame of Flower podcast. This is where we explore cannabis in a multitude of different frames. If you guys want to find us, we are on YouTube. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Overcast. We are in all of the casts, right? We You, you need to find a podcast wherever you listen. We are there. We are Every there. Every cast. Every cast, baby. And we're Honestly, on YouTube.
1: I'm gonna have to come back too. I have a lot Oh, you'll be back, dude. You'll be back. It. We have a lot more to
0: talk about. We have a lot more to talk about. Yeah. To talk about. This is just off the yeah. fly, dude. We yeah, just this we is were just the just, quick we, didn't even, the we didn't even prepare for this, bro. We didn't even yeah, prepare for this one no. bit, and it was it was a good combo. We we covered a few different really good topics. Anyways, yeah, definitely really appreciate you, buddy. Uh this, this is year. the frame of flower podcast. Let's go. Smoke Let's up. Let's go. Everyone be safe.
1: LBS. All kissed. yes, sir. Shout out Sunkiss. Shout out everyone. Shout out Space
0: hell yeah, yeah. anyways yep. appreciate Shout you all out, thanks for uh, listening yeah, i yeah. really appreciate you uh hugh and i appreciate my viewers anyways thanks again yeah. this is the frame of flower podcast peace